is a prepaid debit call from Hello. an inmate at the correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero. So welcome back to another rant podcast episode. Uh, today's topic is a little more uh, serious, so we got some professionals in the background to, to back us up. Um, we have a associate professor of education Penn, at Penn State University, uh, Dr. Patterson. Um, at, and Girl. today's topic... Oh, I'm sorry. Had to jump in. Excited. <laughs> no, you're good. My bad. I'm over here. Yo, yo, introduce yourself. So I say hi. Say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Hello to the people. We always love to bring on professionals that are um, well-versed in, in certain topics that obviously we don't know nothing about. Um, and today's topic is uh, is social equity a joke, right? And uh, what I mean by that is not as like a punchline, but as like was were the things that we were being taught um, around social equity as like people of color in the United States, um, are we even using them now? Have they translated over to just something that we were just kind of doing as college kids? Is Does it have any importance in our life other than just like living free, rent free in our minds, right? Is there anything that we are collectively doing to think, move things forward other than just being mad? Um, and- That's a profound question, bro. Whoa. <laughs> Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, for real, low-key, I feel like you're coming from my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you are hitting on some of the the questions that keep me up at night. Because that is what I do. Um, I am a professor of education, but specifically my focus... Certainly in my edu- in my teaching and also in my research is on uh, educational equity. So I am trying all the time to improve our educational systems and have people think really critically about what does social justice look like in an educational setting. And there are many days that I'm like, is this the best use of my time? Is this the best use of my students' money? Um, Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's rough. Um, (laughs) I know y'all have heard me say this before, but I will say it for the people. One thing that helps me (laughs) think about this is this, um, a parable of a person walking down a beach line with starfish on the beach and they're just one by one throwing these things back into the the ocean water. And someone else walks up to them and is like, why are you even doing this? There's so many starfish all up and down this this shoreline. And the person's the the guy says, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. You're not even making a difference. There's so many starfish here. And the the person says, Well, you know what? As they're throwing one back in, they're like, I made a difference to that one. So I'm constantly have to, having to juggle the fact that we are working in a... I'm allowed to curse? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're working in a fucked up system. Mm. But how do I balance living in the world we have right now while dreaming for the world I want because they don't always seem to to work together. Mm. And I've chosen this journey for myself, but um, students didn't necessarily, the students I'm working with didn't necessarily 
choose that. So how do I reconcile those things is a constant yeah. thought for me. Like I said, like, it's not that I personally think it's a joke, but like, I mean, I, I remember being riled up like X amount of years and like, I would say like a good 75% of my time in college, um, just like learning about all the inequity and like injustice and the collective just hurt and uh, generational trauma that's like, and never ending and continuously like cycling um and just understanding that it's like hey man like not saying that the the time to learn it isn't worth it or even just not doing anything about it because that's not like i'm not seeing him like hey like you shouldn't do anything about it mm-hmm. but like how how much of it is important right like in in the minds of individuals right and like i i question that mainly because I questioned myself, right? Like in the same breath, um, because I, the moment I left college, I understood that some, some of these things were going to hold me back, right? Like from a standpoint of just like, what am I trying to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I need to move forward. Um, I'm technically not in like a political realm. So like, obviously like being a social equity person, like if that was the, the route that I was going to take, I'm not going down that route, like at least like not in an active manner. Um, so anything I'm doing, I'm just trying to make money. So like, how much is that like really effective in the life that I'm living? Right. Like mm-hmm. how much does that really help me? How much does that really hold me back? And just weighing things out as an adult. Right. Like, and that's when I started even looking in, in, was it retrospective or introspective, whatever the word is. So Intro, just like, retro. Yeah, yeah. Just like self-reflecting on like, Hey man, like, yo, was that really just me? Or was that something that I was just like willing to live with for that time? And I'm just like looking at it as like an old toy that I don't want to play with anymore. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, it's it's crazy because I feel like, all right, for, you know, we all we all, you know, really entered the world of academia, getting into this college thing. Right. And I feel like the, the, the life of, of most college students, especially when you're a college student of color, you know, an individual that, that comes from, you know, some of these marginalized groups. Right with histories of all types of uh, injustices and atrocities, right? Like you go to school um, and before you get there, you really don't know much, right? You, you're, you're, you know, school nah. K through eight, you know, K through two, through 12 doesn't really cover anything that's worth a damn for real. I mean, yeah. you know, like we mentioned earlier, like in our pre- Unless you have a good teacher. Unless you have a good teacher, right? And of course, I understand that. Hey, there's, there's people out here doing the, doing it doing it right by y'all, doing right by y'all, right? And uh, and I definitely have had teachers like that. Um, but right, it seems like the journey is always, you know, you go to school, you do these twelve years, you know what I mean? You you, you give it you give it what you got, right? They teach you all about American history, you know. Um, you don't really learn too much about anywhere else, uh, you know. It's just like we're we're the only ones here. Um, you, know, <laughs> you 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 get to college and then you learn the truth. And when I say truth, it's not necessarily that we learn truth. We're just learning a, a much more in-depth version of the same story. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. we're getting a lot of other pieces added on. And so it pisses you off, right? Especially, again, when you come from some of these groups that have been marginalized, that have been, you know, that a lot of injustice have happened to. And suddenly, you're pissed as hell, man. I remember being so radicalized those first couple of years of school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I wanted to take the whole system down, and I was so angry. And and that's why, you know, a lot of these kids in college are the ones that love to march. They're the ones that, you know, the revolution, right, is for the young. Um, yeah. and, and so, but then you do that for a couple of years and it gets tiring because you realize that nothing changes, right? It's so hard to get the change that we're looking for. But does that really mean the, the fight isn't worth it, right? I, mm. I, you know, we definitely need people out here fighting the good fight, right? Uh, I, I, again, 
I got all these quotes in my head that I don't really remember who the author, who, who <laughs> um, but you know, just, you know, like, uh, but you know, what you, what, what, what you do on this, on this planet may seem insignificant, but it's still important that you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. It may seem like it's not worth it, but you got to do it anyway. Cause you know, like, like Ashley said, right. You know, you, you take these little, you know, you take these little seashells, you throw them back into the water, you know, and, and when you throw them back into the water, right. It's like, are you really making a difference when there's millions mm-hmm. of them on the beach? Maybe yeah. not, man. Like that, that one's gonna go on and live. That one's gonna mm-hmm. go on and make you know, make more babies, start family. I don't know what what what, what they do, but and maybe not. Maybe they don't yeah. live to see yeah. another day. But um, you put in the effort you could. Another thing that I think about is um, someone gave me this idea that. I used to think of myself as needing to be the planter of seeds, the spreader of seeds, the waterer of seeds, the nurturer of seeds, like seeing these different um, seeds that I might plant or, or just throw around all the way to becoming plants and flowers. And someone told me, you know, that doesn't have to always be on you. Sometimes maybe your job is you're just tossing these seeds around and maybe some of them are going to get eaten by birds. Maybe some of them are going to get blown away by the wind, but some of them are going to catch. Some of them are going to germinate and root and grow. And you don't necessarily even have to be there to witness the final product, but it shouldn't be because you're not seeing the, the fruits of your efforts turn into, to, to, yeah, that yeah. should not be the reason why you hold on to those seeds and decide, well, I'm not going to even spread these 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 wisdoms or knowledge or kindnesses because I don't ever get to see the fruits of my labors. And that that helps me. Hmm. It helps yeah. me. But again, I will say that there are on good days that helps me on rough days. Yeah. I'm like, you're just saying that. <laughs> so you can yeah. feel better about this and i guess that's uh, like i said like it's the um it's not the learning or even like that like i i personally question like are, are uh, all of us playing those different roles or wanting to play those different roles right mm. right how many of us actually got educated and know that those roles exist but aren't doing anything about it right like it's not I, like I, I think the fight is worth the fight because that's why we're here like as a person of color, the only reason I'm here is because our ancestors fought this far, right? Mm-hmm. But I would I would have figured that like with the education of it, we'd fight a little harder. But it's funny. It's fun to me it's funny because Gen Z seems to be fighting a lot harder now that education of, you know, like ethnic groups is being removed. Right? When when the when the access to information at colleges at least, or even like, even at the high school level was like there, no one was it was nothing, right? Like, it's like having a glass of water and no one's fighting over it. But the moment that glass of water is like, hey, you can't have this water, everyone's like, what? I want my water, right? I'm 100% with you. And th- I think that that's what I hope. I hope where these right-wing people have fucked up at is let le- exactly. letting their evil plans out to the world. Because, you know, that's usually when the villains fall in the movie, mm-hmm. when they tell all their all their plans out the night you're thinking, like <laughs> first i'm going to lure you into the cave <laughs> you know and you're like all right bro i'm not going to the cave. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but like guys like i i totally agree man like people who 
people don't realize, man, like, you know, like all of us have had moments in our lives where someone stepped up and did something for us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and they really impacted us. And, and, and those in those moments in your life where you get impacted really change everything. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you're so grateful for it. Right. And you really and, and a lot of people do realize, like, man, without this person, I probably wouldn't have been here. I wouldn't have gotten here. And, and you know, you see that, especially when you're, you know, looking at it um, in hindsight. But like, that's why I think the fight's worth fighting. You know what I mean? Because, it, again, it's, it's this domino effect that you're seeking. You want yeah. you want to be able to, like, affect one person and just hope that it grows. You want, like, you know, again, like a family tree, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I have my son. My son has sons. You know, his sons have daughters. Daughters have more sons. You know, like, more daughters, more sons, more daughters, more sons. And boom, you got, you know, you've impacted a million people. We're here. You know, that's why we're here, right? And that's what I'm saying, like. Yeah. It, it has to work like that. And that's why, like, you know, like I work in a place where I work with people who are jacked up. I, I work with people who really got, um, you know, a lot of things happening, a lot of barriers. Right. And, and I say jacked up. But, you know, and I say that with such love, man, because mm. it's hard to see people go. Through the people who have a who have gotten a, a jacked up hand in this poker game of life. Yeah. People who people who just didn't have a chance from the beginning. And, and mm. you know, those kind of people, you know, they're worth they're worth working to make better. You know what I mean? And like, you know, and, and, and when I say those people, I'm just saying the people that I work with, right? Like the individuals mm -hmm, that come mm -hmm. to the doors of, of my agency, right? Who, who want me to help them remove these barriers that just won't let them be great. That won't let them strive. That won't let them achieve a mm -hmm. level of, of self-sufficiency. Right. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, you know, like every day the fight is hard, you know, like every day I come in and I'm just like, this is rough today. Like, I don't really feel like doing this today. Um, whatever the case may be. And then I see the results, right? Then I see like when it works, when it actually goes right, you know, mm. you save somebody, they were drowning and they were reaching for help and you were able to grab them and bring them up, you know? And those are, those are the moments that make it all worth it, man. You know, there's definitely days when I don't want to go in because I'm yeah. wondering if it's worth it, but then some shit like that happens and you're like, man. And I wonder some days if, I hear you saying, you know, you reached your hand out and saved them. And I think about it a little bit differently that um, some days you were able to whisper the right thing that let them remember that they have wings. Yeah. Yeah. That's even better. Because now those, those gifts, they are innate as human beings. We have values and strengths that are that are no one can take away from us but this the system that we live in tries every day to make us forget and i often caution myself like I, when i hear people sometimes talking in social justice spaces about how they give voice to other people i'm like no no everybody has a voice it's just, do you have a platform from which your voice can be heard? And I'm I'm not saying that to like, you know, <laughs> I'm not shitting on you. I know you work hard. Yeah. And but I think that it is, um, I don't, I constantly struggle myself with the idea of like, what does this PhD mean? Because I, I worked hard for it. That's not a lie. I spent a lot of sleepless nights on the way to getting this this PhD. But at the end of the day, I really don't care. Mm. If 
I don't, I would not want that to be the thing that is engraved on my tombstone. I want to, I want somebody to feel like my life enhanced their life. I don't care about these other things. My 12 year old, well, he'll be 12 tomorrow. Happy birthday, Davis, ahead of time. Um, but he, when we're in public and someone we see calls me Dr. Patterson, he has this smirk or kind of a chuckle. And I'm like, what, what is that about? And he says, "Ugh, they don't know you're so regular. He calls you basic. That's hilarious. Which I, I mean, I love it though. I just, I don't, I don't want the people I love to think that I think that I'm above them. I, I never want that. Yeah. Yeah. And no, and I appreciate you saying that because you're absolutely right. Right. Like, right. It's not about reaching in and saving them. You're right. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it totally is right. Empowering them to do it on their own. Right. Empowering them and just giving them, like you said, them, them whispers that helps them realize like, Hey, I do, I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can absolutely do this. And you're absolutely right. Um, You know, because you're right. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's one thing that you say, you know what I mean? It's sometimes it's just one little thing that you say that really just like triggers something, right? It, mm -hmm. it can light a spark that, you know, and all it takes, a flame, a flame can turn into a forest fire. You know what I mean? And uh, and all you need sometimes is a little bit of that. So, no, I appreciate you saying that, though. And, and honestly, it, uh, you know, it really, it really like, you know, goes into what we're saying, right? Like, because this show is all about empowerment, right? Like, we talk it all about, all, all, we talk about it all the time, right? Helping people realize that you know, they should, they can take control of their narrative, right? Just a tad bit more, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's not always easy and it's not always something that can be done with the, you know, snap of a finger or the wave of this wand, right? Like that doesn't exist. And like, it takes work. It takes, it takes hours. It takes effort. really long in it, effort. Right. And, um, you know, it, it all go, it all, it all goes back to, you know, it's almost like it's done on purpose, right? Like, you know, you, like mm. these systems that, that have been created, right? A lot of people say that they're broken. Like you said that earlier. And if you want to say that again, because that, that really hit home, you know how they're oh, not. I, <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, people say that the system is broken, but the system is not broken. The system is operating in the way it was meant to, which keeps some people in power, um, some people with privilege, and yeah. it keeps others excluded from access to that. And I think that's an eye opener, at least for the students I'm working with. I think they a lot of times think that they are here to save and um, fix a broken system. And the quicker I can get people to start noticing the ways that it it was it's an okie doke. We are living every day. <laughs> Oh, I, I've been, I've been new, I've been new. That's you just saying it. You just, you we calling a spade a spade, man. Question everything. Yeah. Question everything. Nothing we that we interact with is happenstance. It all has been organized in a way to to keep itself propelling. You know, I, I tell people all the time, guys, it's it's not a conspiracy. Like, mm -mm. In your face. like they're like you know what I mean. Like, it's in your face. Like, they're they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Like, um, not everything, right? Like, I mean, you know, the damn world ain't flat. Like, you know, chill out, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, but yeah, but like I mean, honestly though, like you know, there's so many, you know, like when it comes to like, oh my God, they're trying to keep us poor and they're trying to keep us stupid. Like, yeah, 
Yes, oh. they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. For you sure. Think, you think you want to run a nation full of intelligent people? Like, no. That would be tragic, right? Like, you think you think you think that these uh, you think that all of this, uh, you know, um, lobbying, right? Which is just legal bribery. You think all of this stuff <laughs> going on if like the populace really like knew what the hell was going on? You know what I mean? Oh, like, hell no. that's not the no. goal. That doesn't benefit the individuals who built this system. Right. It doesn't benefit them at all to have individuals. Right. So. So the point is that when you're going through these schools, right, all the K through through, through 12. Right. I mean, yes, they're teaching you a lot about what, though, like about about a lot of nothing. You know what I mean? Like who's using Pythagorean's theorem like right now? Speaking of that. Right. We know that we know that K through 12 uh, had a uh, you know, it didn't. It, you know, they was teaching us a lot of the, sm the smokes and mirrors. Right. <laughs> but uh, we know that Dr. P also has some things in college that she just wants to see uh, what our perspective is yeah. on it. So, uh, Dr. P, if you want to take us uh, to the game, right, we're, we're going to play a small game. <laughs> I guess she's, she's going to lay it on. She's going to let us know what, she, what she's going over in class. And, you know, me and she's going to uh, give her the good old head nod or, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or the head shake. <laughs> we'll let her know whether we think it's BS or not. But go ahead, Dr. P. Tell is it a nod? Is it a shake? Okay, so my homework for tonight was to bring to y'all a few things that I cover in my classes. So I identified a a reading that I have people do, an activity, and a assessment. So I'm gonna offer to y'all a quick synopsis of whatever it is that I'm doing my classes and then what is it going to be a head shake or a head nod well basically is it, are, we, are we shooting the shot we're going to talk about it or are we going to pass the ball yeah <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> we could do the nonsense less next topic <laughs> <laughs> okay so here we go the first one um i don't know if y'all have heard of uh brazilian scholar paulo freire i have yeah i've heard of him okay so one of his most not. famous words <laughs> Okay. One of his most famous works is um, called Peda Pedagogy of the Oppressed. And it's basically mm. about um, he is breaking down the process that um, a class of people who have been marginalized, historically marginalized, the process they go through as they are learning to be essentially fully human. Um, and some of the things that he talks about is how when you start to realize that you have been um, that society, the society that you're a part of has kept you at a sub status. When you first realize that it doesn't even seem real to you because society has done such a good job of uh, of of uh, tricking you into thinking that you deserve to be at the class status that you are, that when someone tells you, you know, you can be better, like there's really nothing that's the difference between you and these fools who are in power. It's hard for, for people who are oppressed to even understand that. And on the flip side, when people who, he talks about how the people who are in power in societies like that, are themselves also oppressed because they are um, they're perpetuating the same system 
where they they are not allowed flexibilities either. So when people who are have been in the ruling class over the oppressed, when they start to realize that um, that this system might be shaken up, they hold more tightly to their positions of power because even if they might understand that this is a fucked up system, I don't want to lose my privileged position in a fucked up system. So the, the text is fairly short, but it's really, really dense. And that's just a snippet of um, the rest of it. But what do you think? Is that. We might have to pump the brakes on that one a little bit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, to think to think that I mean, well, of course, right? This is this is a this is his theory, right? This is a yeah, or, yeah this is his theory. So this is how what mm-hmm. he how he's uh how he's seeing it. But yeah, um, I can totally see how because you're right, right? Like when 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 you don't realize that you're oppressed, and then it hits you, like right, like you you become you realize like oh shit, like you know, like it, it does seem like you know more often than not, right? Like you know, people that look like me. It's like it's like Neo in the Matrix, right? <gasps> like when he first when Red he first realized, he's like, "Yo, what's going on, bro?" And he's just like, "Yo, this is all fake." And he's like, "What?" Yeah, no. I 100% use now. First of all, these disrespectful ass Gen Zers Ooh. have never seen the Matrix. They don't even know what I'm talking about. But I use that exact clip, Caesar. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's that's what it feels like, right? Because I, I, as you're talking about it, that's the feeling you have, right? That's at least that's the shock that I kind of got when I like fully understood. Yeah, I kind of understood, but I didn't understand to what depths, right? And in college, they serve it up to you nice and cold, no <laughs> fork, no no knife, just like yo, nice silver platter. Here you go, take it in, and you're like, man, what is this? Like you know what I mean, but. <laughs> And Caesar was there for my uh my quote my quote unquote uh, awakening, right? Where I started realizing, like, wait a second, you're telling me that, like, oh snap, like, what's going on here? Like, and absolutely, right? It, it does. Um, they've done, you know, up until that point, you 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 you've known what they, you know, what's told to you, right? Like, yeah. you believe all the shit you learned in class. You believe mm-hmm. all you can, you never think in your mind that it could this could be being done not only on purpose but maliciously and intentionally, right? Yeah. Like. Um, and then on the flip side, right, you know, you mentioned that, that, that the people on the flip side, the individuals who essentially keep hold, keep, keep tight or keep hold their of the foot, power, right. They keep their foot on, on the necks, uh, uh, you know, of the, of the individuals at the bottom. Right. Um, they themselves even acknowledge that it's not a good thing, but they also know that they can't let go because this is where it gets interesting because they not only do they not want to lose the power that they have, but they also are afraid that the people that they're going to let up off that ground, they're going to do the same thing to them, like you said, because they're still in that broken system. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that I don't, I just wish that people understood that when you've had someone on your neck long enough, you see the humanity in them because you know that we're just, we're alike, right? Like, you know, you, we, I don't know, in, in a way, in a way, uh, I think you got to get to a point where you realize these things in order to realize that, man, like we are the same, right? Like, yeah. you know, I, we mean, are, I wouldn't do this to you yeah, because it's been done to me <laughs> on the it's other just... hand, you can't because in their heads, it's like, well, I've done this to you. I believe you can do it to me. Right. Like, which is true. We can't yeah. but because they're in the process of doing it. I don't know. 
I mean, and I think there's another, sorry, Caesar, there's another um, aspect of they also are, are at risk of if they, the people who are in power, if they alert to their other fellow people who are in power that they're willing to ride for the oppressed, then they stand, up. yeah. They get thrown out the special club. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just addressing the the psychological, he's, he, he the, the Brazilian professor, correct? Or, mm-hmm. Um, philosopher, whatever you want to call him, um, he's just addressing the psycho, the, the psychology, the psychological aspect behind both the oppressed and the oppressor. Mm-hmm. He's he's just underlined what the mental state is of both and why they're there, mm-hmm. right? Because that's basically it. Doesn't matter if you speak English or Spanish or whatever, but like the psyche is transferable or to Portuguese. any language, yeah, or Portuguese. It's transferable to any. Uh, like ethnic group or mm-hmm. region of the world, right? Because the psyche is, is similar. We're human. We all think, we all think, my man is correct, bro. Like the psychology behind that is is very true, um, right? So, absolutely. Yeah, I think going back to the matrix thing, I think it, it is, it's so wild to me how it's, it's, it's so hard in the beginning for Neo in like our earth, our world or whatever, to even believe, even though he has evidences right in front of him, or at least somebody who's telling him the truth, everything else in his tactile world is saying something different. So what it takes to to separate yourself from the reality you've been ingrained to is is a leap of faith it's yeah. i i really don't know what it quite takes um yeah that's the same reason why you know when you have that awakening when you have that moment where you realize wait you're telling me that this whole system was built against me right like it, like intentionally like this isn't a secret like guys like, you know the people who wrote these damn constitutions had slaves like they they were in the midst of creating races of of you know of really truly creating a divide and, and, and separating themselves from everyone else for the sake of holding on to power. It had nothing to really do with, like, hate. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really have much to do... I mean, like, uh, to a degree it did, but I'm saying, like, more than anything, though, in the beginning, it was... But like, that came after. That came, came after, after the... came after people realize... Like, after people forget the real... Like, you know, it's like it's like if you fight a war for 100 years, right? 100 years in, you're still fighting the war, but you don't even know what it really started about. Like, you're just like, yeah. what are we doing here, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, your psychology, your psychology towards the war has changed, and so... Right. Of course. Right. There was totally a lot of hate involved. Right. And, and, and but it, and initially it was just economic. Right. Like mm-hmm. just time, people really started taking this stuff serious. And, you know, and now yeah, I mean, with that in mind, I mean, they always at... they always say that the, the root of all evil starts with the love of money. So uh, <clears throat> and if you look across time, uh, slavery has been done before. But yeah, but chattel American slavery was mad different yeah and part of it was because they were able to um attach human worth like to tie that up with slavery before slavery was just like a kind of temporary condition like Mm -hmm. oh no your people got got so y'all gotta be slaves for a second but not you deserve to be slaves and you are less than human and yeah i yeah, to your point about this constitution and all this, I can't even bank at fifth third because it just reminds me too much of that whole three this cloth. I can't do it. Oh, are those two are those two things linked? Maybe. I don't think 
so, but I just don't even understand I'd be the why. Is troll of all time? Like I don't. <laughs> I know, right? Would why be... would you do that? Third, that doesn't even. I mean, even... who? I mean, don't don't forget Chase became Chase Bank because they insured slaves, and that's how they made the money. That's I how they did started. not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chase yeah. Bank, Chase yeah. Bank made a bajillion dollars. Oh yeah, that's where fortune of, came from. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, look it up, look it up. But anyways, this you know, um, what's before we go into just this whole like, yo, what's what's racist, what's not, what's up, you know? I <laughs> know, <laughs> no. So hold up, yeah, you you had homework and you had more topics. Give us yeah. more, at least. I do. I I'm like, are we about to do a part two or what? No, yeah. yeah well, Go ahead. What you think? <laughs> yeah, what else you got? Hit me with it. You had three. You only got. We only really touched one. What's up? Okay. Do you want me to to go and tell them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay. So here is a uh, an activity that um, I do with one of my classes that is specifically um, centered around social justice. Not all the classes I teach are, but um, I dare say the ones I like most are. But um, so I know that that y'all have experience or Jano has experience with a carceral, carceral state. And one of the things we try, an activity that we do to try and um, expose students to the idea of is our criminal justice system in place to punish, to rehabilitate, to provide solace to victims, you know, what is it for? And then also, if you have, quote unquote, served time in the way that we have decided, you know, if you if you violate society's rules, you need to be punished. What does that look like after you have served your time? So we have this activity that um, we have drawn from some other um like we didn't conceive of it completely by ourselves, but we have amended it to work with um, with the, the class that we have, the size of class that we have. But it's called a, a re-entry simulation okay. where um, everyone in the class gets a profile of a, a fake person that gives some information about whatever was the crime they were sentenced for and how much time they served. And then we um, do a simulation as if you are getting released from prison on this day. And inside of your, you have your profile and your little envelope that you get, and you also have these different color cards and you don't know what really represents what, but um, spoiler alert, you have some that represent like how much family support you have. Some represent money, um, some represent, I like that. Yeah. Some are like, are you a person of color or not? Was your, was your crime classified as a violent offense or not? Are you a member of the LGBTQ community? So they don't know exactly what, um, each of these cards are, but we go through, um, weeks at a time where you have objectives every week. Like you need to go see your parole officer. You need to, well, first of all, you need to just get home and get to a place where you can stay. And some people have like no family. Nobody they can call. Nobody they can call. So they're having to decide like, am I going to try and find a, um, 
even like a homeless shelter to stay in. And we cut, we have, I feel like this explanation is going on too long, but they have to like roll, <laughs> shut up. They have to roll a dice to see, cause a lot of these things are up to chance in some ways. So they have to roll a dice and see ultimately I would say every time we do this about half of the people end up back in jail. That's crazy. Um, the fact <laughs> if, if you hadn't got to that part, you know, like that's, that's, I was going to say pass. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Half the people end up back in jail. Like, Oh crap. Yeah. Hey. And, and doesn't that, that follows the statistic that we actually mm -hmm. dropped yeah. on um, the recidivism couple episodes, like, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Right. Where, one of the statistics was that at within five years, essentially half seven all, out of ten, or is it seven out of ten? Wow, seventy percent. Yeah, yeah, seventy percent of individuals end up back in prison. Back so, in jail. So jail. I mean, not jail, but fifty percent is telling. Yeah. But it's actually, you know, it's more. Even higher. <laughs> that it's even more, and so that's the only reason I wanted to pump the brakes because I thought that was crazy because it's like <laughs> ah, that affirms Man. what we've been screaming, right? Like, um, yeah. But, but the real reason I was going to say pass is because, hell yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Is it hard when you get out? Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Is everyone judging you because they think you're you're literally the worst scum on you're the You're a criminal, bro. Like, I'm a criminal. When the people see mm. the whole felony on the record, like, they're immediately like, whoa, pump the brakes, right? Like, they're pumping the brakes on me. Like, I'm like, damn. No, they, like, hit the gas. Zoom passes. Out of here. <laughs> you know, no. And, and so, no, absolutely, though. Like, the, the, the your, your sentence does not end you know yeah. for some people for some people you know unless you could get that stuff um expunged there there is not there is none of that there is yeah. none. i mean i mean that's cool i'm i might you know i know john will pump the brakes but i'm like eh uh i'd pass, I'd pass. you pass <laughs> yeah i'd pass and i only pumped because yeah that that statistic at the end man yeah. she was like hold up like half of them <laughs> end up back in jail like all that to say that they all end up like you know half of them end up back in jail. I was like, you know the the only way I would have said like yo like pump you know like those that ended up back in jail should get a failing failing grade. That's the only way. There has to bro real repercussions, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole like fake going back to jail. I'm like eh, you know I could get you know I get to back to my dorm after this. Like that was fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's why I I like I'd pass. I was like eh. It's like being fake poor, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you get to play poor for a little bit. I don't really, I don't really like it. With all of that being said, guys, we're gonna get onto the one minute rant. You have one minute remaining. I can't stand people that don't turn their turn signals on on the road. Okay, um, I, I, it really, it's really something that grinds my gears. Um, you know, you, you really at risk of starting some stuff. Uh, you know, you can't tell me that you're not gonna do something that you're about to do on the road while we're all operating these heavy ass vehicles like bro like like these vehicles are not made of rubber my dog like people will get hurt because you don't just want to let someone know whether or not you're going to turn real quick whether you're about to jump into this lane like you know there's been a couple instances in the last week where i've dealt with people just doing what they want living like larry you know what i mean like just just merging <laughs> lane, and no one know like yo what you doing <laughs> you about to kill somebody out here man and it, I, I get so fr I, I want to invent something where like maybe like a bumper uh, plate or something that you throw on there, you know, so you could type messages to the motherfuckers behind you. You know what I mean? Like you stupid mother. I don't know. You know, but like it really began me upset, man. Please use your turn signals, y'all. Use your fucking turn signals. <laughs> Bro, you wouldn't you wouldn't make you wouldn't make it in Miami then. It's the Wild Wild West out here. Oh, <laughs> man, listen, I, no. I don't even got road rage. But like when you legitimately are putting my life in danger, I will box you. I will box you. Bruh. 
and I will jab your left cheek up. On you wouldn't. Face. I'm telling you, it's a wild, wild west over here, bro. Like everyone cuts that. everyone. No one uses a turning signal. If you use a turning <laughs> signal, no one's letting you over. You know, it's just the opposite. Opposite, bro. Caesar, don't get me more. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. But anyway, get me more hot, man. It's social equity a joke, right? And my rant behind that is like, man, like I feel like it's a joke because we treat it like it. Right. For as mm-hmm. much as we know, for as much as like um, we have knowledge of and, and could possibly use it in, in a tool for ourselves or even for the people around us. I, I, like, I feel like at least previous generations or even the current generations, Gen Z is changing it up a little bit. They're a little, a little more drastic now. You know, I mess with it. Um, but that, the only reason I said it is a joke is because we treat it like it, not because it is, not because um, there isn't validity behind what we learned or why we feel the way we do, but the the reaction to the knowledge isn't like it's it's not um, what's the word I'm looking for, you know what I'm saying? It's like yo, if you stub your toe, you're gonna scream, right? I don't feel like enough people are screaming, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as much as uh, at least for those that have learned um, the deeper aspects of like why we're in this position. So for me, it's like, hey man, um, I don't know. Uh, there isn't too much of a solution to any of this, but other than just like, just play your part, you know, water the seeds around you and make sure that like you, you pass on the information that you learned. Cause for, for us that were, are, are part of the, I guess like the educational elite or educated elite. Um, it's, that's our part to just keep passing that information and, and, and teaching those that um, are closest to us or are willing to listen. But anyways, Bro, that was the most sophisticated. That shit made me feel bad, bro. That I just, I, I'm talking about fucking current signals. And even well, with your two minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. B. <laughs> okay, well, I think I'm going to take it back to, to Jono's vibe because this is something that is truly on my heart. And I hope that nobody I know listens to this. Uh, nobody at least who counts themselves in this group. Okay, I'm looking at the time. I got one minute. I want to rant against subpar local talent. (laughs) (laughs) Why why do you think that because I came to this restaurant on a Thursday night that I need to be subjected to you just practicing? And I especially hate if I look over here and I'm like, I know you are a person of a certain age. I know you got kids at home. You got kids who are eating fucking hungry man meals so that you can be out here doing this bullshit, ruining my meal (laughs) for this. Like, you probably park outside in the snow. You can have an empty garage, so you can have <laughs> and you are subpar. And now I'm subjected subjected to it, and I hate this. I'm dead. She says she hate going to uh, any of these little local spots. You got some some good like singing, talking about a you know. I don't like it. She hey, said, "Don't don't come with those karaoke skills on uh, talent night." Yeah, no karaoke skills on talent night. No, absolutely. I, I saw the conviction in her face, and and that's the reason that I was so. Uh, that, that had me weak. I'm that, that, that might have been one of the better ones we've had. Um, 
guys, you know, thank you for coming today. We want to thank Dr. P for coming through and uh, gracing our rant uh, screen mm -hmm. presence. Uh, thank you so much for the valuable, valuable, valuable information. Thank uh, you for having me. Hopefully it's not the last time. No, absolutely. I hope Not for sure, for sure. <laughs> and so anyways, guys, I just want to say thank you that we want to give a special shout out to our sponsors and friends at Awaken Koala, your one-stop shop, right, for all of your entrepreneurial needs. Um, and with that being said, rant out. Rant out. Rant out? <laughs> we out of here. <laughs>